Good morning, basketball world. Welcome back to the NBA Moneyline Podcast. I am your host. I am the NBA Picks Guru, self-proclaimed, Damian Palace. This is episode 55, the J. Will White Chocolate episode. I still got a stuffy nose, so I might sound a little weird. I might sound a little nerdy on this episode, but we're working on it. Uh, last night, I split my locks, um, which would have been okay, but I lost one of the locks by one friggin' point, which is like the fourth or fifth time that's happened this season. My locks record would be legendary. I'd probably fucking tattoo that shit on my forehead if I didn't have like those four losses by one point. I got to watch a few games last night. Uh, most notably, I really, really enjoyed the Wolves versus the Blazers. Very excited. Um, and I think both teams are really good right now. Those are two teams in the West, along with Dallas at home, that is worth your money to bet on. Um, they, they just look good. They could score. They could defend. They, they play with hustle and heart, both teams. Um, and the Wolves almost stole that game. But Dame Dalla and C.J. McCollum closed it out with back-to-back threes in the final moments. Um, that was the pick I got correct. Um, the lock that I got uh, the lock that I got right was Dallas at home, uh, plus three, and they won by three. So I beat Vegas by six in, in essence. And then the one I lost was the Clippers. Uh, what the fuck did the Clippers play? It was over. It's supposed to be 120, and they got to 119. I mean, 220, and they got to 219 on the on the over and under. Um, but you know how we do here at this podcast. We don't dwell on the past. We just keep our head up and get making more money. Keep on figuring out how to how to beat Vegas. I think there's four games tonight. So this will be a quick episode. Um, let's start it off. New Orleans minus one and a half at Detroit. 227 on the total score. Pelicans enter today's matchup under 500 with a record of 13 and 14. Uh, for the most part, they can score the ball very well, averaging 118 a game, but they don't guard the ball very well, giving up 116 per game. And they can't seem to string their wins together. They win a game, then they lose two, then they win one, then they lose one, then they win one. Anthony Davis has played well, but he hasn't transitioned to this dominant all-star, superstar play I thought it was going to happen this season. Yeah, he's playing great. The numbers are all great, but this is what he's always done. When does he get to take over and have like? I feel like Luka Doncic of the, of the Mavs has more of a late game down the stretch impact than, than Anthony Davis does, which is sad. Um, and I'm a big Anthony Davis fan. Uh, the Pistons, one of my favorite teams to bet with uh, in the East, have somehow lost three in a row. In those games, they've struggled to score, only reaching 100 points once. Nine and five at home, but they lost his last two games there. So this one's pretty hard to call. Part of me was leaning towards the Pels, but their three and ten road record really worries me. But then I look at the Pistons, I see Bullock, I see Stanley Johnson, a questionable. I know Ish Smith is out for a month. Not my favorite pick here, but I'm gonna take the Pelicans money line. Milwaukee Bucks plus five and a half at Toronto. Battle two top Eastern teams. 230.5 on the total score. Bucks are 16 and 8 overall, but 4 and 5 on the road. They've played well so far this season. Uh, Bledsoe has definitely made its impact. And they just added George Hill and Jason Smith via trade. I think that makes them a lot more deeper, which is kind of scary uh, because it allows them to pay, play at the high pace that they want to play at. Uh, when you have interchangeable pieces that have skill that can keep the pace, it kind of adds to, to your goal or, or how you're trying to play. I think they need to use their speed and length more strategically. I feel like it just they're just running wild, but, you know, what do I know? Uh, the Raptors, the best team in the NBA with a 21-6 record, also very impressive at home at 11-3, which means they only lost three road games also, which is incredible. Um, they look pretty good all year, especially when the Kawhi's in the lineup. They're just a totally different team really the best team in the league right now 
Uh, I think the Raptors' defense is going to disrupt the pace of the Bucks. Um, the, the, the Bucks are going to play fast, but the Raptors are just. I don't know. It, it feels like Kawhi Leonard stole Popovich's brain before he went uh, to the Raptors because there's there's similarities with how uh, the Raptors control the game with how Popovich and the, and the Spurs used to control games. But anyway, uh, I'm gonna take the ooh. Ooh. I'm gonna take the Raptors minus five. I had the over here also. But I'm not. Yeah, let me make a mark here. All right, then we're going to move on to Utah. Minus three and a half at San Antonio. 218 on the total score. The Jazz trying to show some signs of life. They've won two in a row. Uh, four of the last five, including a 34-point win against the Spurs last week. They're in the depths of the Western Conference, but they have enough games to get their act together and pull themselves out into the playoff race. Spurs coming off a win against the Lakers in their last game. They're having a lot of trouble winning consecutive games. Rudy Gay has been a nice surprise for them, but they need more pieces around their actual stars. I'm locking the Jazz minus three tonight. They reached a 34-point win. It's still lingering in my mind, and the Spurs need a little bit of luck in order to beat good teams this year. Moving on to the last game, Charlotte minus six at New York, 223.5 on the total score. The Hornets are coming off a win against the best team in the West at the time, and that was the Denver Nuggets. The Hornets have tons of potential. They beat and competed with a lot of the top-tier teams, uh, but they just haven't been consistent. And I think they're just one more solid piece away from really turning the corner and being a top four or five team in the East. The Knicks are hard to read. They're hard to understand. They're hard to watch. They've lost four of their last five games. Uh, they win that they did get came against the number two team in the East at the time, which was the Bucks. It looks like Fizdale hasn't cracked the code on his lineups and rotations yet, and that's largely due to having so many young players. These first and second year guys are inconsistent. That's just how it goes. And I think Fizz's job is difficult because of this. He can't he has no one he can really count on outside of Tim Hardaway Jr. He doesn't know who's going to show up nightly. Even Ennis Cantu, who's been in the league, some would consider him a veteran. He's inconsistent. Um, so there's just too many variables there. So I'm going to take the Hornets tonight. I think they know what they do. I think they know how they want to do it. While the Knicks are kind of lost in the sauce trying to find the formula. And that'll wrap up our picks for tonight. Uh, wish you guys best of luck. We're coming up on the holiday season, so I got gifts. I'm going to be giving out free locks. Oh, no, I already do that. Yeah, I don't need the holidays to be the spirit of giving. This is for you. Just kidding, man. Uh, there it is. That wraps up episode 55 of the NBA Moneyline Podcast. This is Damian Palace. Good luck on your bets. And remember, basketball never stops.